0: welcome welcome traders today is friday october 15th and it is the breakout show the uh, opinion show of wall street ao giving you a hot take on the uh, world of trading from the water cooler talks that we have from behind the scenes uh pretty uh pretty volatile week it's down it's up last week it's up it's down it's all over the place right uh and uh in you know this this episode we're actually gonna start talking a little bit about uh some trades that we're that we're thinking about. Um, speaking of which, uh, I'm gonna just put up, you know, the old uh, the old disclaimer. Boop. <laughs> we're not trade advisors. Uh, we are two guys, uh, <laughs> two guys doing that water cooler talk about trades and stuff in the uh, in the markets, talking about markets if we think it's going up or down. Uh, but as we like to commonly joke, if you hear our trade ideas, ignore them. Run away. Just Keep on, keep on running, never look back. Uh, or write them down on a piece of paper and uh light it on fire. Yeah. Watch it uh mm. watch it uh return to the earth. Inverse everything. Came. Inverse everything. Exactly. <laughs> um, I like
1: um Linny, thanks for joining us here and giving some optimism in there. Uh the disclaimer. Um, let's see. Oh, sorry. Uh, Past performance doesn't generate doesn't guarantee future results. If you're having a bad month in the markets, it's actually an optimistic prediction. Oh
0: hey yeah, I like that. I like that point of view. Uh, Also, uh, uh, let us know let us know where everyone's uh, checking in from uh, out there in the wild in the wilds of the uh, in the breakout show, (laughs) the breakout show community. (laughs) I bet there are a lot of traders out there uh, today wondering what to do. Uh, Yeah. Markets um, just gapping up higher yesterday, gapped higher today tire higher. Uh, it kind of makes me think that uh, it's gonna hit the top of my my second deviation bands that I have on my chart. It's a Keltner chart here. What would that What would that be? Load up a chart of spy spy as we're talking right now. Uh, at four, you're pushing right around four four six on spy. Uh, it looks like it's just up up up. And uh, let me share this screen um, since. 13th uh so since wednesday so wednesday was kind of you know we made new lows uh made new lows made new highs kind of kind of finished slightly on the highs down around 435 on wednesday and then gap opened uh yesterday and just ran all the way up uh very frustrating uh, those are actually my worst trades my worst trading days uh for for day trading uh because it just opened a little bit of noise in the morning and just up, 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 up. Just no retracements, retracements. No. Yeah, because I like to get in on retracements. And there was, I've, there I've noticed
1: that any. trend, actually. In some cases, um, you'll see uh, early morning, what, first 30 minutes maybe? Yeah. Just crossing over, and then all of a sudden, market chooses a direction, um, at least with SPY, uh, mm-hmm. QQQ, and then just grinds higher, hits a point, uh, and then just sort of sits there for a little bit. Um, doesn't go any lower. Doesn't go any higher. And then a lot, a lot of the time, right at the end of the day, kind of a little bit of a sell off. Um, at least I've noticed that trend with spy quite often. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's good for spy, some. Uh, good for some weeklies.
0: <laughs> what was it? So yesterday, uh, right around. I'm looking at uh, at ES futures mm. on my phone here, and like right around. I don't know if it's a phone glitch or what, but literally as soon as the first half hour closes, I don't even know how this is possible, but uh, on my phone, it shows that there was just a gap up on the five minute anyway uh, with, um, with ES uh, like there was very little, there was a little bit of a pullback the first 10 minutes and then it was just up and then up with conviction (laughs) right at the (laughs) 30 minute mark. And I'm looking at it here and uh, it just stayed it's like the the needle stayed buried, buried in that high RPM, <laughs> very at the top of the of the deviation range the entire time for the next two hours straight, almost three hours straight actually before there's even a slight pullback. Yeah, uh, and then just sideways and finishing strong, finishing on the highs of the day. um You know, today eh, looks like it's it's starting to move higher uh, as we make this uh, about. Um,
1: amazon had a big move today i uh, did it
0: yeah, yeah. i think yeah.
1: 90 points um mm. at its high yeah two two something percent it's pretty yeah. big for that a lot stock. of uh
0: yeah a lot of uh, tech tech on the rebound here and you said that um, some of the facebook not doing so hot
1: yeah facebook not doing so hot but yeah, yeah. some of the zero dtes on amazon were up two thousand percent today mm. um i had some calls that i bought last week that were weren't doing so hot and then today um, got out of them. I ha- they weren't doing so great. Held them tell basically just exp- exp- expiration which I don't try to normally do but yeah. Um in this case it was actually a good idea. Um
0: We got <laughs> JJS Lee 123. Joining from Virginia. Glad to have you. Yeah, uh, jealous of us. your east coast Time zone in terms of uh, in terms of trading, you know, so much nicer. I don't know, actually.
1: Up. I like I like it because <laughs> you wake up early, and for me, I get to trade before coming to work. Yeah, in the morning, and then you just got to wake up early, and then the market closes at one. So you go, you know, if if, if that's all you're doing, which isn't usually what <laughs> all we're doing, but if that's all you're doing, then you can go have some lunch, have a drink, relax, uh, and then the rest of the day is your oyster. You can do whatever you want where a nine to five trading would seem too stressful for me but like a like a like a extra little effort casual trade in the mornings when I feel like it and then right around lunchtime it just seems like um just to me it seems like it's more of a convenience than this like (laughs) nine five grind trade thing but that's me personally yeah Uh, yeah
0: uh, uh I I know I can I can trade the entire day uh just because um, I've gotten used to the, 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 there are roughly like three, I would say that there's like three parts to the day yeah uh, opening, the middle the end. And like, there's this, uh, uh, there's usually a different character to the market in terms of volatility yeah. Yeah. Uh, as the, uh, as the day progresses. Um, and, you know, just from perspective of trading in queue uh, in the, in the chat room, Lenny says, uh, uh, the, on the, so Lenny brought up two things this morning. Uh, one about an energy crisis? Uh, happening out there worldwide. Um, yeah, I've heard something about energy markets. I, I don't really follow them very closely. I just know that sure. gas at the pump is expensive. Yep. And that's that's kind of my exposure to this. Um, yeah. yeah, I've been
1: following um, a fuel cell, F C E L E. Hydrogen um, fuel. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Andy's talked a lot about that. Yeah. Before. Yeah.
0: Uh, but uh, Lenny's saying that India won't be switching from coal. Carl, uh, coal. Power plants. I guess that, uh, yeah. I mean, it's cheap. It's uh, cheap and easy to get that power. Um, Yeah. So on the on the climate change, maybe that keeps coal, uh, you know, coal in um, uh, in demand. Mm. Uh, Also, saying that he made a note on his SPX charts about uh, Nick's puts from last week. Um, Kind of a gypsy prophecy, poor (laughs) poor Nick. Uh, No, I don't. I don't actually have any notes uh, puts from last week uh my my so so my history on this was uh just dumb luck the dumbest luck right which i'll take any day i'll take dumb luck over skill happened to go short um right at 453 on spy <laughs> on this day <laughs> which was the exact top uh that's uh I, I can count on one hand the amount of times it's happened um yeah so i happened to go short on that closed out actually closed out of that trade uh, right around here initially, um, and uh, it's, it's uh, uh I had this very long dated um, put diagonal, which in theory, and I'm just gonna air quotes that right now. In theory, <laughs> whenever you look at the modeling anyway mm-hmm. um, of uh, of of like uh, Thinkorswim's risk model, it was supposed to increase in potential <laughs> max volume, yeah, uh, uh, or max max uh, profit. Uh, but at the end of the day, I made thirty percent on it. Which, hey, thirty percent is thirty percent. Yep. I'm not. I'm not sad about that at all. Uh, it did happen to work exactly as I thought. Where um, if uh, if the market was just kind of staying steady and uh, and mm. just you know uh, kind of kind of bouncing around, it, it didn't really it didn't really have much volatility until things really started moving. And the uh, whole design of that uh, deep in the money further out. Um, diagonal with a really front, um, you know, front uh, dated, a much closer dated uh, credit leg to it was that it offered all this flexibility where I could just sit. I could sit and I could just say, hey, in the next three months, all I need in the next three months is some outsized volatility and this this thing should get up to like 50%, right? <laughs> uh, it did not. It only got 30%. Uh, the other, the other uh, thing that happened there was uh, once again, just dumb luck on uh on 923 I bought some puts expiring uh the next week um into uh you know this this late late uh, September uh got out of those got out of those uh right around here around 330 uh 436 area um this was uh put on right around 444 uh in spy on uh, on September Got out of those. Uh, I only felt bad that, uh, you know, that that kind of didn't really feel bad. But that kind of that idea of like, oh, hey, well, if I had held, look at all this. But uh, it's just such a choppy sure. market. Um, such a choppy market that, that yeah, it would have been worth more if I had held. But who knew? Uh, so we made these new lows. And then now uh, I have been out of it. So I have not been taking any trades now uh, since, since here. Um, I did... I did uh, around around this area around 4:30. I put on uh, some very long dated Jan um, sorry Jan 2023 spy 4:30. Um, they were at the money uh, calls, and really the only thing I was hoping was that the market had one more push lower, uh, and then I was going to add. Uh, uh, double or, or maybe even increase my position even more on those leaps, those um those spy leaps. So right now, I mean, my problem is that I didn't get to make a bigger base position. But that problem is that uh, I'm just staring at profit. So it's it's like that's you know, the uh, did you hear about Steve inconvenient profit? Steve
1: Buscemi, <laughs> right? I think that's how you pronounce his last name, Buscemi. Yeah, the actor. Yeah uh so so apparently there's like a twitter that follows his portfolio yeah (laughs) i maybe this is a meme or a joke i don't know but i saw it this morning and apparently he got into um 550 spy calls for october 2022
0: oh wow oh that's hey you know i hope it works out for him uh let's see (laughs) it which would... <laughs> so that's just Let's... So one of those one of those charts that you have to look at uh so if you're Makes watching everything this uh, like ants. Thing, it, yeah it's it's basically like uh i guess if maybe i took the entire COVID <laughs> dip and then i just you know glued that on top of the highest high of this year it would actually get up to that 550 yeah. uh you know <laughs> area in spy um you know, we'll something see. yeah. Something else on this. Uh, so so a little while back, so this is the shame, right? I guess the shame <laughs> is that uh, a while back I was saying like, okay, maybe it'll come down to the level I want because of, uh, let's see,
1: because... For a traitor, he's a good actor. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I like Steve Buscemi. Um, Big Lebowski is one of my favorite movies.
0: Yeah, here we go. Uh, so this is a, a, a picture of Spy... Using a logarithmic scale, um, you know, if you, anytime that the market is just accelerating, mm-hmm. uh, break out the log the log scale um, on your charts. A little, little tip from me to you. Uh, and then things, things actually start looking a lot more uniform, right? Because when things are just accelerating so fast and so steady, uh, you might think like, oh, well none of these support areas make any sense. And then if they actually do make a lot more sense in uh in a log scale chart so what i was ha- hoping here for is pretty it's pretty clear um you know in this in this log scale chart sure a little uh, bit more right than... after opex which is today um i was i was hoping market would just take a, a sharp dip down get down to around 412 418 area mm. and then uh and then just load up the truck i was going to load up the truck with those uh uh leaps those mm. january 2023 Spy leap still at the 430, which would have been just slightly out of the money. Uh, and then you know, just head on out, head on out into next year, right? Um, Andy posted something last night, uh, that was essentially saying that that could still happen. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see. He was a one. little
1: bit less, uh, I don't want to say confident and whatnot, but um, uh, he did mention that his super bearish theory was a little bit less, um, Attractive yeah attractive. I guess that's a better word for it. I also love just real quick. I love his quote that he had there yeah, I even posted it in our internal slack channel uh, just because I liked how he I love uh, analogies um, Oh the well, kids. Yeah, well that may sound the, uh, brutal eggs? Believe me when I say wave C is bad multiple wave three clusters is insanely brutal Like 42 kids showing up at your door eggs in hand <laughs> and you say I ran out of candy <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, so, so there is a part of me, uh, you know, full disclosure, that's considering, I'll see, uh, considering just throwing on a few uh, Hail Mary, you know, fun, fun shorts, puts, VIX has just like buried itself. VIX has actually yeah, like it's ran. 16. It's run to the lows of the year. It was very, very quick. I was very surprised on, uh, on VIX just to see that, um, you know, which, which to me also, you know, part of me thinks like, oh, okay, well, there's maybe maybe vol markets were uh were looking at this move in um in spy and thinking to themselves like hey you know we we got our fill we got a ton of juicy premium out of this now let's just squeeze them you know so here we are at 446 um you know 446 i see like a deviation area around uh, 448 i guess 447 448 on it before uh, possibly slowing down a little bit here uh, in which case i'll have to adjust Uh, adjust my my um, uh, credit leg on this which is still profitable but if it gets up here and that sharp of a move then I'm willing to go out several months on my credit leg and get some some nice juicy credit (laughs) out of it like go to the 455 essentially because uh what what typically happens is even if it did get up to that 455 um there is almost always some sort of like a you know little blip pullback in order for me to collect credit on or if it goes past it it'll come back in which case i still get to collect credit on so to me that's pretty attractive um andy's abc thing that he's talking about with uh, elliot wave i think has to do with alternation of the a and the c waves uh what that basically means is that if the a wave was long and drawn out which i think it was i think that the big difference between here and back here, all these these small dips going back in the last the last few years is that these happened all in the, in just a few days. So mm, yeah. going back through this year on spy, uh, looking at this chart, you know we'd have a scenario like back in July where it went from 437 all the way down to 423, and it happened in a matter of like three or four days. And then you go back and you look at the history, and that happened again back in in May. Uh, you know there was this time in february it was a little bit a little bit chop well choppy and confusing uh, but most of the time making a trip from the top of this deviation to the bottom of the deviation within three or four days and then you look at this most recent uh scenario in september and three or four days it's just slowly like walking to the edge of the cliff and then it finally drops off <laughs> right uh, from top to bottom deviation and then it just like this just uh, jumps off the cliff, gap open lower, and and you know opens up some volatility. Um, so with the ABC, that was the very slow, drawn out move to get to to reach some sort of A. And if there's a, C, a B that comes up, you know maybe to 448 or something like that, uh, then the idea is that it won't. This the C wave will be the opposite of whatever this uh, A wave wa- wave was. So if it took a really long time to get all the way down there the idea would be that sea wave would be something like this where it would just, it would just, boo. Boo, you know, like
1: off. It's almost of cliff. like the, the Looney Tunes, Wile E. Coyote runs, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's like runs and he sits there for a minute and then it's just, boo. yeah, you
0: know, well he's, he's uh defying gravity as long as yeah. he doesn't look like down. I like Disney sort of Looney Tunes. Gla- gravity. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. As long as he doesn't look down, as long as he yeah. doesn't look down, down with purpose too. Fine. I
1: think he, he can look down for a moment, but as soon as he's, conscious of it (laughs) yeah yeah
0: so i i'd like to do uh get you know get in on some maybe some hail mary uh puts the the risk uh control on that is actually really easy you simply you simply assume that i'm just gonna lose all of it and if i don't great (laughs) i think i think
1: also what the if if you do it in a way where if it breaks the high then at that point then this move down is less likely too right Mm -hmm. so you can probably try and at least adjust some of that uh, risk for that. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, I think so. Uh, Lenny. Lenny uh, in here, um, uh, unofficial co-host today, <laughs> I'll say. Yeah. Uh, this AM, everything was down except for Amazon. They were mm-hmm. popping up the queues. Okay. Uh, Aaron's trading schedule, uh, that's what I hope to one day achieve. Yeah. Not so much a monkey, a gorilla for Buscemi. <laughs> log scale, like linear regression. Uh, log scale, just on the 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 top on the side of the chart the y axis um not so much linear regression linear regression uh is more of a uh, find find all the data points uh everywhere and then find a best fit line Uh, one line that uh, has the most balance um shortest between them shortest amount of deviation from the line for all points it's best fit line um going on with apple second big presentation on the 18th are they mm-hmm. provided that uh they're just going to release laptops um everyone who follows apple and loves apple products probably has like like two or three extra amazing things that they say will be announced but i know apple apple's boring tim apple is also boring <laughs> if he if everyone expects two laptops then they will and uh, i think it's like two laptops and uh one more thing maybe an ipad or something like that, then I guarantee you it'll just be two laptops. <laughs> and, They'll come out and with a... And it'll be less impressive than everyone's expecting. <laughs> you think
1: they're going to ever come out with an Apple coin?
0: An Apple coin? That'd be great. That'd be great. Uh, I don't
1: see why they wouldn't, to be honest.
0: Like the, uh, what, like the crypto? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, big about, they're big enough. You know, what's kind of weird is that Facebook came out with the... Well, it wasn't just Facebook. Oh, Facebook's Libra coin. Libra coin. Oh, man. That, coin. So...
1: I felt offended because I'm a Libra.
0: well okay so facebook gets attached to it it was actually renamed uh because libra everyone associated libra's brand with facebook and suddenly facebook looks like you know crap anyway uh, and uh uh, in the public's eyes so they renamed it some other coin i forget what they call it but it's not just facebook's thing it's it's like facebook and uh, a whole consortium of european countries Mm. which in my head Uh, is amazing because European countries, um, you know, trigger alert, are horrible at business or agreeing (laughs) on anything. So I was amazed that anything was accomplished.
1: (laughs) I think they're usually pretty good with regulation, aren't they?
0: No. No? Oh. No. You didn't know the EU, Um, 300 or 400 something representatives. For anything to change, they need unanimous Hmm. consent on the vote Hmm. for everything. Which is just nuts to me. Yeah. That's that's essentially just like nothing will ever change ever. Yeah, here you know? it goes back
1: to just <laughs> the I guess the story of uh, Socrates in some yeah. regards. I, I won't bring it up, but it kind of reminds me of that. Yeah, uh, every
0: every philosopher uh, gets frustrated <laughs> with trying trying to solve reality. So at some point in their career, they come up with a utopian um, is that, uh, um a utopian thing.
1: There's there's ten utopian standards. Yeah. We must have one utopian <laughs> standards. <laughs> Ten days later, there are there's 11 <laughs> utopian <laughs> standards. Lenny, <laughs> uh, I, I had to ask, too, because we kind of talked about that. I believe, actually, Wednesday just generally briefed over it. Nick mm-hmm. it may name, may know more. You may know more. But was it really supply chain issues that they're having, or was it demand? I think we kind of just quickly briefed over that last, uh, last show, but... Uh, maybe both, maybe not. I I think I I personally think the demand is slowing down slightly. Mm. Um, that's just me. Yeah, maybe um, not as many people buying iPhones. I guess we'll know um, what in Q1 or, or whatnot when they release earnings um, from q Four.
0: So so uh, kind of. So on the on the Apple thing, uh, I'll wrap up with this. I just think sure. Amazon was the one that should come out with a crypto coin because it's the most obvious I agree with that 100 obvious way to save money on merchant fees would just to be hey hey here's a here's a crypto everything's cheaper if you just use our own crypto or tesla or tesla yeah yeah and of course all that stuff works like uh fractional reserve currency anyway especially the tether coins and stuff but um apple from what I read with apple uh the suppliers they they're they're talking about reduced production uh, but all of the suppliers are coming back with like, oh no, we didn't, we didn't get anything about reduced production. And, yeah. you know, so I think that, uh, Apple's probably, probably leaving all their current orders on the books. Um, Tim Apple's only redeeming, uh, feature or quality as a, as a company leader in my eyes is that he is very good at uh, supply channel.
1: Yeah. He's the He's master mentioned that it before. Yeah. So
0: everyone in the world, for instance, is having a problem getting chips, Apple's solution to it was like, well, we have more money than God. We are going (laughs) to buy up all of TSMC's um, three nanometer, which isn't even out yet, Mm. uh, coming up before they raise prices. And we're going to buy like 80% of their five nanometer (laughs) going, you know, coming into this COVID year up front. So literally Apple is the number one priority supplied um, customer of TSMC. And they are legitimately the only company that can get chips on time, yeah. compared to every other company in the world. Everyone, everyone else in the world is like grabbing for scraps, except for Intel, which owns their own foundries. But that's there's a whole other uh, yeah, it's a bunch of problems. It's, it's, there.
1: it's they're so large that if they refuse to do business, or mm-hmm. if Apple's like, okay, great, you know, they have all the cards. It's like yeah. they almost have a flush every single time. Yeah, they know it. And it's very rare you're going to come out with anything higher than that yeah um, uh, on any other company
0: if if anything um i would say apple might be the company that goes more vertical mm. right they, they've they always had a massive cash hoard. they still have a massive yeah, they cash do. pile yeah. Yeah. Uh, your standard state-of-the-art chip fab costs 30 billion dollars uh which you know app, people talk about like well apple never spends more than blah 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 for acquiring things they wouldn't need to acquire anything they would just startup, you know, somewhere, I don't know, maybe, maybe make it California, maybe apparently Arizona is where every chip fab manufacturer Mm -hmm. is wanting to build, which is really strange because you need water yeah. and Arizona's (laughs) a desert, but Hey, whatever. You got to dig deep, (laughs) got to dig deep. Right. But TSMC is looking out there. Um, I think global foundries is too, uh, TSMC, of course the big one, um, Intel, I think is, is looking out there. So you have all these chip companies looking to build, fabs potentially in arizona for some reason which the for some reason is almost always unsurprisingly huge tax abatements Mm -hmm. so uh zero taxes for forever is probably the promise that arizona is making
1: without going off topic too i think that biden's looking into a minimum tax on large corporations as well right now uh for them paying. i'm not sure how that's gonna go about but
0: i mean there's there's uh, there was something about like a global minimum tax a yeah. while back, a few months ago. Uh, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's always the the threat of,
1: and then yeah, uh, yeah. We'll see uh, what happens. <laughs> except uh, all
0: all um, uh, all stock and monetary donations to political <laughs> candidates will be completely tax free. Uh, t- uh, you know, 100% tax write offs. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yep. That sort of thing. I'll be following
1: um, Steve Buscemi real close. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh,
0: <laughs> uh, gosh. Uh, let's see here. Um, wasn't there a trend at the beginning of crypto and every big company wanted to come out? Yeah, exactly. Every single part of one. Yeah. Uh, part crypto of the problems with uh, iPhones. uh, uh W- w- WSIO coin. Uh, yeah, look for it in the marketplace. We're coming out with that soon. <laughs> Glad you asked. Uh, we, you know, we, we were going to make a big announcement about it, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Soft, fun cartoon. Cookie Monster asking, uh, what we want to now is, what are the implications of supply chain <laughs> crisis for a cookie? Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, I think that's what everyone wants. Uh, right now is the answer to the supply chain uh, crisis going mm-hmm. on. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Sounds like um, from what you were saying Apple Apple is uh, probably the what single single largest company that isn't having any, any problems or are they just not public about it?
0: No, they're just not having any problems. Yeah. So, so the demand side what I think is that they're leaving the current orders alone and sure. really what they're talking about is adjusting their uh, you know uh, 2H22 right 2H22 second half of next year um, ordering mm-hmm. reordering and that they're just going to sit on some supply in the stores um and uh and yeah i've joked so lenny lenny's mentioned this before i joke about it because i was so massively unimpressed by this iphone release yeah that that in my heart i was just like Man, I hope that they, it just bombs horribly. <laughs> it bombs horribly, and then Apple's forced to actually innovate because that's that's probably my biggest um, my biggest criticism against Tim Apple is uh, he's a numbers guy. Uh, I guess there's maybe there's some wisdom in that. Maybe Steve Jobs, who was uh, you know a, a cantankerous a hole, apparently about everything. <laughs> up, uh, and but but like a you know a genius creative uh, mind or something like that, or just a you know unruly uh, taskmaster. There you go, unruly taskmaster. That's yeah. probably a good uh, way to put it. Um, was able to actually drive some innovation and squeeze those you know squeeze it out of his employees. Uh, Tim Apple, uh, you know, manned manned the helm, and we just got a new design for the uh, a new design for the iPhone. Like. Last year, Mm. and he's been riding on the coattails of the same iPhone design for yeah, since Steve Jobs died essentially. Uh, and then we got a a watch that no one really cares about, we have iPads. Uh, it's essentially under Steve's or Tim's watch, uh, we simply have more sizes of screens in the Apple ecosystem. Yeah, everything's like, oh, well, I now have. Two teeny tiny screens that lead to a slightly bigger screen phone that lead to a much bigger middle phone to a larger phone to a very small tablet, not phone, and then a regular tablet and a much larger tablet and then a giant tablet.
1: Yeah, and I, I've said it in the past too. I'm not, I'm not an Apple fanboy or anything. I generally, but that, that's not the point here. But I've said in the past that I would be if they come out with some really cool augmented reality glasses. Uh, I'd be wearing those. And I I would turn into an Apple fanboy. I would buy an iPhone, uh, which is I, if Micah heard me say that, <laughs> uh, he wouldn't believe it. <laughs>
0: oh man, I'm I'm looking up something about. Uh, let's see these uh, uh, AR glasses. Um, yeah, we've
1: talked about it. I think in the past, a past show before.
0: Well, really though, it's uh, it wasn't it wasn't Xiaomi. There's, there's, a, there's this one company that is is making these glasses and they just don't care about augmented reality, which is exactly what I want, <laughs> right? And I, I actually had it saved, but uh, darn the visual's not gonna be there. So essentially what this company is doing is it's just saying like, hey, we'll put these two screens that are like full HD screens that are in these lenses and you can just stream video to your glasses, and maybe there's some like like audio sure. in there or something like that. Zero augmented reality, just features. displays. Just it's just displaying it, which is actually all I want. <laughs> <laughs> because because I'm gonna you know so if AR came out tomorrow, it would be something I wouldn't even think is useful for another ten years because the the iterations are gonna be so horrible. Even VR like uh, uh the most the newest VR 120 hertz blah 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 resolution all this stuff it's complete crap yeah and and right? if you
1: look at it too what, what are people using vr for it's mainly used in like vr chat roblox yeah. um and things like that and those are those are just silly like second life type aspects just yeah. using it as a screen
0: <laughs> yep it's not actually doing anything yeah. for for anyone so th- it's like well i can just i just want the cheap screen i, I think I the, the ambition
1: thing. is what's killing innovation in some mm-hmm. regards to kind of what you're getting at is like they're not coming out with anything because there's such a high expectation of like a fifth element type yeah you know crazy uh, application of it yeah. that is really difficult i've done ar programming before on on phones and things like that um it's it's not a simple process it's not a simple processor um and when people want it yeah they want that you look at the screen and like you know the things yeah. are like telling you where to go and directionally and you look at a restaurant and it's like four star reviews you know it's like the, the world is the internet now right. right and that's the promise i think that people have in their minds of augmented reality when you put on glasses and i don't i don't see it that way either yeah. and so from when from your perspective like scope you're like who cares about all that bullshit excuse right. me right who cares about all that oh we
0: just earned that explicit <laughs> yeah, on uh-oh. the uh, podcast we're allowed one i believe <laughs> we're allowed
1: one and uh <laughs> to keep this pg-13 yeah right um and uh but but yeah who cares about all that right and, and then just give me something that's actually somewhat useful in application mm-hmm. uh outside of that and so you're saying what that would just be a little window screen that you could privately watch yeah um, i
0: mean Literally something along the lines of like, uh, you know, uh, last night, you know, after, after dinner, just washing some dishes and I'm just like staring at, staring at soap sides. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't really need to see these dishes that I'm about, you know, that I'm like, like scrubbing down or anything like that. It'd, your your body can perform nice. the action. Yeah. It'd be nice if I, uh, you know, maybe just watch, watch some news or financial news or something like that while I'm just zoned out washing dishes or something like that. Like, I, you know, the rest of the time, uh, I'm already sure. in my head. I mean, I always hear that, that argument of like, sometimes I just want, you know, quiet and peace so I can think to myself. Yeah. I have no problem yeah. thinking to myself. I, I live in my head <laughs> the entire rest of the time. If you know, <laughs> me talking with Aaron on this show, I mean, this is like a big portion of my, uh, my social interaction <laughs> during the week. I'm not a social person. I don't like people really. So
1: I was going to joke too, we we're going to start doing more internal. Like, uh, they call them one on one meetings yeah. or whatever. And, oh, and yeah. I was like, I was like, uh, I think we'll just keep those as our breakout show talks. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, don't worry about it. Erin and I already had our one on one meeting. It's very productive. Talked about a lot of stuff technologically. Yeah, you know, we, we let uh, Lenny join. Lenny, yeah, Lenny was there. Uh, I guess that's more of a, a, a three. A three-person, uh, three three-on-three or yeah, something Lenny, like that. Yeah, Lenny, how
1: would you review Nick's performance this uh. week? has been doing well. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> uh, but no, I get you. I actually, when I do that, I put my phone next to the yeah. sink, and I'll listen to um, either Recipes that I want to make for dinner or something like yeah. that. Or um, if we were watching something, I kind of want to continue watching it so that my, my wife doesn't have to stop watching mm-hmm. it while we're, I'm doing other stuff. So there's some benefit in something like that. Yeah. Um,
0: Audible's, Audible's squeeze some extra cash out of me Yeah. Uh, insofar as like, Oh, Hey, well we, you get like a slight discount <laughs> if you get the, the Kindle book and the audible audio book oh, yeah. at the same time. And it's like, well, and it's just <laughs> for that. It's just like, well, I, 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 I need to, Go go walk somewhere or or, uh, or or you know do some some chore or some some uh, just some task or something like that. And it's like, well, I can't read you know read the book while I'm washing dishes or something physically, but I can just listen to the uh, the audio portion of it. Or yeah. if I'm you know walking somewhere outside, uh, do do something like that. Um,
1: It'd also be cool for um, drones. Yeah, if you had a little screen of what the drone looked like, that way you're not staring down at the screen. You can kind of see. Uh, Peripheral and you could see, yeah. But it'd be like it'd be first-person view, yeah, yeah. yeah. without the VR aspect of it. Yeah, you Um, are completely
0: closed off uh, from the world. That'd be really cool. Um, You know, another one that would be great if if they would just strip all the BS out of it. Mm. Okay, so I imagine the scene is a guy (laughs) walking in. So I'm 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 gonna paint the picture: a guy walking in to a dealership, and you know he's looking around at these cars. And uh, he's like, oh, man, you know, I've heard about these things and, you know, I have this anxiety over this and that. And they're, they're a little bit pricey, but I feel like these are the future of cars. And, uh, and you know, out of, the, out of earshot, he hears the salesman say, hey, you know what? We have a much cheaper version that just doesn't include any of the uh, AI full self-driving, hmm. <laughs> Right. And then that everyone in the world would just be like,
1: what? <laughs> what are you talking about this whole time?
0: And of course that's Tesla, right? Because <laughs> Tesla has this whole big thing where like our cars, you know, we have the 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 hardware in there so that you can pay us $10,000 sure. for full self-driving, which was supposed to come like two years ago, three years ago or something like that. Um, I know in my head 2025 20, was what I, what I thought would be the date. Mm-hmm. Um, this was going back to like, 2012 or something like that just where we were it's like 2025 oh, there will be a full self-driving AR car so I still have four years for it to, to happen <laughs> and it it could it could you know so so we'll see um but if uh, like I think about it it's like what if there was a a car electric car manufacturer that simply did not care they just didn't care about any of this self-driving stuff. And they were just like, here's just an electric car, and uh, yeah, it's safe, uh, it's reliable. There's a lot of places you can charge it. Um, doesn't explode. Doesn't explode. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it it just doesn't have any AI. You actually have to drive this. Yeah, car. you do to drive this think, one. Yeah. In in today's environment, I don't think that's a that's much of an ask of the customer. To I mean, like, that's what I'm already doing. a car. Doing. Just you so you know, though, it. before you drive it or before you buy it. You got to drive it. You got to drive it. You actually have to drive this car. I was like, oh, well, uh, is that a problem? Well, some people think it is.
1: It's funny. (laughs) Think about 2012 and what 2025 looked like. I really did think floating cars. That's where my bar was. Yeah. Self-driving and floating. Uh, You know, there there are those, like, various (laughs) companies, the vertical takeoff and landing electric companies out there. Drones, for the most part. Uh, Drones, for the most part.
0: I, I like a company called Lilium um that that has something i think they have the best solution uh there is some guy recently uh who he's building a utopia speaking of utopias his own utopia his own
1: utopia <laughs> or a world view of utopia oh, those, those are very so, different <laughs> oh own
0: utopia uh, his name is Mike mark mike mark lore okay uh he was connected to a few things i think maybe like amazon or whatever a billionaire now. oh all
1: right well okay oh now. you should have started with that it's just is
0: like uh yeah, yeah yeah before i go any further billionaire <laughs> yeah. um, building a
1: know. billionaire's utopia
0: and he's uh he's he's modeled this thing called telosa uh in, okay, in the city of, of telosa uh which is connected to like some uh 19th late 19th century economist idea uh henry george um, they had this idea that land should never be sold. It should just be, um, owned by the, the municipality and that you just, just kind of like the Hong Kong model, you just give out leases basically sure, on the okay, land for okay. a very long time. Um, and that way you can control, uh, crazy, crazy prices. And then the appreciation of the land, um, values actually somehow gets, uh, uh, uh monetized in... Into public works. Mm. And so I was like, oh, okay, well, I mean, that definitely sounds utopian. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. one city in England that actually does it, and they've been around for like, I don't know, 100 years, right? Mm. Um, so so apparently it can work, but uh, mm. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> plenty saying that I'm so 1999 yeah, about geez. driving. Yeah. What do you drive your own car? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I guess I do. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know? So twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> uh,
0: but I'll yeah, long those... story short, he's 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 in one one of those uh, mm. uh, vertical takeoff and landing electronic, uh, you know, short flight things. Mm. I don't know. They all they all have the same the same model. Yeah, um, and they all promise like uh, uh, something that actually is kind of attractive, right? So the idea would be like, uh, oh, you want to go to to Los Angeles? Well, we'll fly you from from Santa Barbara. To Los Angeles in like uh, forty minutes, in like forty minutes, yeah, and 40, it'll minutes. cost uh, eighty dollars.
1: It's not expensive, yeah.
0: yeah. You know, something like that. I was like, okay, well, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, eighty dollars. It'd have to be like round trip because otherwise. So you can I think already you can, do that now. I was going to say, Pretty yeah, cheap.
1: at least last year you could. Yeah, it was like a 100 bucks. something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get some cheap tickets to Las Vegas.
0: And then uh, Santa Barbara, of course, you know, you get into the airport, it takes you like all of five minutes I, to get to the Actually, it's funny.
1: My, my wife is so prepared all the time yeah. for everything we do. And she's like, we got to get there. Like, you know, we, we're flying out at like 11. She's like, we got to get there at like 8 o'clock. Yeah. I was like, get to the Santa Barbara airport. <laughs> Have you been there yeah. before? And it was her first time. It was like, okay, well, we're going to be having margaritas for three hours. it's <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> the only There's thing to do, to do there. there. <laughs> yeah. There's like one little Mexican restaurant with margaritas and like two gates, but it's really one big gate. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, TSS agents are the nicest people I've ever met. Yeah. TSA are, uh, agents. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh,
0: I, it's I don't a nice think airport. It's, it's never taken me more than like five minutes. It's, yeah. Maybe ten minutes yeah. uh, when it's, when it's the, really key, really busy.
1: The queue isn't even like two ways around; like it doesn't yeah. cross. It's just one. Yeah. They just like welcome you as you walk in. Yeah, and that's <laughs> that's from that's from the curb. <laughs> Stepping out
0: onto the curb of the airport to sitting down in the chair at the gate yeah. has never taken me more than 10 minutes. Or
1: the margarita <laughs> restaurant. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, you can even try to make it last uh, longer than 10 minutes, but you really have to try yep. to, to do that. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty difficult, you know? <laughs> uh,
1: I'll check out Nick's Stellino. Thanks for that. I actually need uh, to start learning how to make homemade pasta. Oh, hey, a there side you
0: go. There you go. So it's a, it's all about the feel. Anyway, <laughs> uh, seems like I'm not having any kind of standard for the charging connector and charging characteristics for electric cars would be, be a big stumbling block. Uh, maybe I think there's a bunch of, uh, of of adapters out there. I know that uh, Tesla recently, um, who has the largest single like you know single type of charger charger network. Yeah. Um, uh, in the world. Yeah, really. even um, in Europe, I was seeing Europe. them
1: when I was in Italy.
0: Uh, have already said that they are trying to work on it um, so that other cars can also use their charging yeah. uh, ports because at the end of the day they're they're totally fine taking money from somebody who wants to uh, charge their car. So Tesla's um, you, know...
1: it's almost inevitable. There's gonna be yeah. more brands, more electric cars. you may as well just allow for it. get some tax.
0: Europe, Europe will probably come up with a standard. Uh, and whether it's Europe, China, or America, my gut tells me that they will all make some standard that is not the tesla connector for no reason i really don't know why like at the end of the day the only thing i can see what the connector is easier just to be like well most of the most of these things have this connector anyway it'd be cheaper and faster to make everyone else use their connector than to make them retrofit or, or not retrofit. Make them change most of the connectors, but I don't think that'll. Ever the happen. only
1: only person I can think of is Apple. They just yeah. love making their own things. Oh yeah, yeah. and then forcing, <laughs> forcing yeah. it.
0: Forcing uh, it. If it's Apple, it'll, it'll it'll still be that tiny. It'll still be that tiny Lightning connector <laughs> <laughs> that you put in your car. <laughs> it's like, hey, don't worry. This thing charges at a sweet fifteen
1: watts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Most people have agreed. For the same connector, at least on phones, just Apple—they're pushing something different. Although I think in Europe they're forcing USB-Cs. Yeah, um, and I believe this is great.
0: That's, yep, it's fantastic news. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the stupidest thing. Apple's only device that doesn't use USB-C is their phone. I saw a—I uh, saw somewhere Makes no online sense. where somebody somebody posted that they. Uh, modded their own, uh, their yep. old iPhone to use a USB-C connector yep. Yep. and it works. Yep. It's like, well, this, this guy in his garage can just Dremel out a hole and yes, solder in a too. new connector. It's like Apple, Apple's just There's making no excuses reason. to, yeah. yeah.
1: There's yeah. no reason other than they just, they just said so. Yep. yep. Um, yeah, my, it's funny. My, um, my wife got the iPhone thir- 13 mm-hmm. and she gave her old one to her mom and her mom uh, was like, "Why is there no headphone jack?" <laughs> and she said, "She gave it back. Oh. She gave it back. She wanted the headphone jack that much. She's I like, 'I don't want this.' So, okay. so now she has her old one. I think it was eleven, similar to yours. Yeah. The heart. The heart wants what the heart wants. <laughs> exactly. You know? Yeah. That's the thing. There's still no excuse. Like they could still put. <laughs> no. They could still put a I uh, love headphone a jack thing on it. You know,
0: um, <laughs> which which is the biggest thing against Apple. Like Lenny mentioned somewhere in there that uh, he hopes that the keyboard's better and uh, someone else out there is I wish they had a headphone jack still and another person's (laughs) like oh they should just use USB-C and they show that they can just do it right and then everyone out there is like oh I wish they would get rid of that notch at the very top and I can think of like at least two different ways to get rid of the notch without (laughs) without coming up with some sort of brand new technology like like cameras underneath the screen or anything Mm. Um, but yeah apple just won't do it and then whenever they do like finally do it then um you know it's too much um, fanfare like oh my god such innovators they made a keyboard (laughs) that existed 20 years ago oh this is amazing oh they added a what is this they added a headphone jack wow (laughs) it's
1: like well they're the ones that took it away (laughs) oh man Man. Mm. (laughs) who is the largest manufacturer of adapters um Talking for cell phones and things like that in general, or are we going back to uh, charging characteristics and things like that for electric cars, Lenny? Um,
0: yeah, maybe maybe it's something like that, charging. charging yeah,
1: stuff. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure who the who, yeah, I who have is. no idea yeah.
0: either. Uh, who that who that might be? Um, oh, here we go china Uh-oh. <laughs> that doesn't help anyone <laughs> but whoever the largest
1: manufacturer is they're ordering it from china um, i think you meant company but yeah <laughs> yeah yeah uh
0: that, that kind of brings up so china seg right Uh-oh. uh china energy crisis uh lenny saying that india is not going to, to hop on the climate change deals to to go carbon whatever they're going to keep on using their their coal uh china is the same way so uh, I was going to talk about this with Jake next week, but uh, look it up. Two thirds of China, uh, you know, population 1.3 billion people here. Um, Two thirds of them are on rolling blackouts. Mm. They're, just not, they're just not getting any, any power. Right? I haven't it's, heard that it's yet. It's not like scheduled. It's literally like completely random and unannounced and if you're in an elevator and the power goes out well guess what you are now in that elevator from anywhere to from four hours to maybe uh 48 hours right (laughs) because there's just like no well we're gonna turn it back on when we feel like turning it back on um they uh they got pissed off with australia over um investigating them for the Wuhan lab leak COVID thing. Oh wow. Okay. Right. And then add insult to injury. Australia is also getting nuclear subs from the U S which is also, you know, uh, not something they're happy about. And so they've, they've said like, well, we absolutely are not going to use Australian coal. Right. Mm. So the, the problem with that is that Australian coal is very clean, very efficient, It burns hot it's like it's it's a very good coal to use it's sort of like how um oil from the u.s has is super high in sulfur uh and and very hard to refine and so we actually ship our oil somewhere else to a different country um so they can refine it we get mm-hmm. there very easy to refine oil from like saudi arabia so or, a, a or different dinosaur or something yes yeah so there's a, there's different <laughs> dinosaurs or something like that
1: <laughs> real oh, tough
0: that. skin real tough yeah yeah uh no I, I think uh um you know our dinosaurs uh ate ate a lot of trans fats yeah and okay. uh you know high, high a lot of preservatives in there and, and then the middle eastern dinosaurs were on an all-organic mediterranean diet lots ah. of olives Makes sense <laughs> yeah Makes very sense. good things anyway <laughs> anyway sorry uh yeah so back to the coal thing so all of china's plants uh power plants were made to burn this incredibly easy to burn oil or not uh, oil coal. Uh,
1: coal yeah interesting okay. and
0: so they they were like oh well we're not going to use this coal anymore and they started importing from other places um like uh uh from from like in you know the indian area and stuff like that and their coal is like horrible mm. it's in quality compared compared to the Australian coal. So now they're, they're, you know, trying to make their plants run on this, like incredibly poor, you know, Hmm. it's like pouring kerosene into not, not like jet fuel kerosene, but like, you know, uh, uh, camping lantern kerosene into your car and trying to like start it up. It's just not going to work. Um, (laughs) yeah, it's not going to work at all. Uh, and Hmm. that's what they're finding with their plants. Their plants are just not able to, to operate. As long or have as much energy output using this cheaper coal, and uh, of course, there's the trade thing going on. It's it's it sucks to be China yeah. at every yep. level <laughs> right now, um, and so that brings up like the big Taiwan Taiwanese possible war and all that other yeah. stuff too. So Who there's a,
1: there's a lot of spotlights on a lot of different things.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Lenny saying maybe we need a consumer union like a labor union uh, we can put some uniform pressure on. I <laughs> don't uh, Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> we're we're definitely in the uh, in the Reagan and Thatcher branch of history. Uh, I'm sure there's some other history uh, multiverse where it's it's different, but no. Unions, I think uh, Europe uh, you're through some
1: regulations trying, but that I don't know how much that will. Impact everything else that they're mm-hmm. doing.
0: Um, oh, with the USBC stuff. Just
1: in general, I feel like, like just in general, it seems like they're trying to kind of crack down a little bit on some of that mentality of of innovating, but not mm-hmm. really innovating, just sort of pigeonholing.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, like I said, the EU has a hard time agreeing on anything of substance. Uh, so yeah. maybe. So just this is just a thought that occurred to me since all the big tech companies and big. Uh, big innovative companies and stuff, uh, you know, just to, just to get all American for a second <laughs> are, are American companies um, essentially. Uh, I can imagine that for the EU, it's very easy just to point at basically products that we produce and say sure, well, oh, we need to regulate them. Right. And so for them, it's like, oh, you know what an easy consensus is that makes it look like we're actually achieving something? Let's just regulate American companies, (laughs) you know, because it doesn't affect us, you know. Um, So I imagine that that's that. On the US side of things, um, uh, that's how I feel about a lot of stuff that actually happens uh, politically is like, well, what can we do to make it appear that we've done something and it has very little consequence? <laughs> it's like, oh, well, this and this and this and this. <laughs> Great. How many people it, actually want that? No one. <laughs> I guess it is
1: kind of silly. If you go back to what Lenny kind of originally yeah. talked about in the first of all this with like world cri- like world crises, mm-hmm. a Nobel Prize man um, trying to make a difference. And then here we are talking about what charging point port the, the iPhone should or shouldn't be using. Uh, it, it just seems um, uh, it seems like if that's the headlines and that's like the general uh, thing that there th- that is getting at least the traction in this is, is it's it's uh, missing the point mm-hmm. to a lot of these uh, deeper, larger discussions that are kind of coming to fruition from all this stuff. Energy yeah. crisis and everything. Um,
0: I missed one for Rose Park, uh, yep. you know, talking a little bit more uh, or adding it to the um, recharger or charging um, network challenges, uh, they point out that um, it's not just the connector. <laughs>
1: it's
0: not just the connector. There's actually- um, It's like a
1: feedback loop.
0: Yeah, there's, there's a handshake yeah. uh, for, for some sort of validation. And then also the actual charging rates, which I imagine is maybe uh, uh, measured in Hertz or maybe uh, it has some sort of um, a wave form, a wave pattern. Yeah, in order to, doesn't to use to charge uh, vary from vehicle to vehicle and uh, charging standard. I think
1: it's not so much. Well, it is vehicle to vehicle, but it's really just capacity of the battery. Yeah. Um, and I believe a lot of the connectors um, have software or firmware in there that handles that. And so um, it's not really that it's the vehicle so much as firmware for the batteries um, that that are connected to it. So there there might be some differences in. Um, uh, in the connectors or or whatnot, mm-hmm. but a lot of that comes from like on your phone or whatnot. When you plug it in, your your battery will will have some firmware and software on it that tells you um, the speed at which and how hot it can get. Because a lot of the a lot of the fast charging mechanisms are essentially uh, how hot can this thing get without it exploding? The faster yeah. you charge something, the more you're pumping it with energy and basically just jolting it and um, too much jolts too much what hurts in a way can can heat it up um yeah USB-C
0: uh for instance has that has that built in so for like usb could see connectors you'll always see that there's this uh much bigger area that uh is right right below the uh the charger and that's that's because there's there's more chips yeah. in there and those chips are just embedded simple software that handle yeah. This little handshake process, and there's a bunch of stuff communicated back and forth. But uh, I think it's called PD, um, which is just power delivery. You know, PD 2.0, PD 3.0. That's connected to the USB standard and uh, USB C standard, especially. uh, And it just says like, hey, which way is the power supposed to flow? Yeah. (laughs) Right. So it knows it knows whether or not it's a it's a battery supplying power, or if it knows uh, or it knows that the battery is trying to get power. You know, the port itself actually uh, communicates that because. Um, you know, for USB-C, for instance, the cable always has the same connector and it's always connecting to a port on one side, the same port, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, compared to like the old USB, which has like, you know, maybe a skinny side and that, that blocky side. Yeah. And the cables are always like, you know, shifting difference. It turns out that there's a lot of simplicity there. Uh, that one rectangular side is only an output. Mm. So you connect it to something that means that that's, that's receiving and then whatever's on the other end of the cable is always, you know, feeding it into sure. something else, right? Uh, but USB C, it has to figure it out on its own. Uh, pretty wonky and boring stuff, I know. <laughs> Sorry <laughs> I about like that. I like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but where's the IEEE in all this? Uh, hey, you know, let's, uh, uh, you know, with with uh, fast charging and with uh, with car charging, I'm very surprised that there's not an IEEE car charging standard that exists out there for like connections and and charging rates and phase 1, phase 2, blah 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 going on up up the uh, up the thing let's see uh we need a consumer union, and a labor union, and stuff like that. Oh gosh. Uh yeah, who knows? Who knows? Phase 4 of those things. Uh I am yeah. I don't know, I don't know where, where my opinion really falls on that. I, I typically, I, I would rather, I would rather just restructure the incentive process so that it, uh, meets the needs of more of the stakeholders, uh, rather than a union. Uh, and that's only because of the performance of unions, um, over time. I think that, um, there's a generally, um, they're, they're not as efficient in getting things done. So. Uh, not, not just from business standpoints of like unions are the enemy, but even on, from the worker standpoint of like, oh, well, this is going to benefit me. I, I, I don't think unions actually do uh, a good enough job for who it is they're supposed to be doing the job mm. for. Um, yeah. So so I think there's a better, probably a better way to structure things um, and maybe just a more capitalistic way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's just me that's hey you know i'm a guy a guy on a microphone what do i know long
1: corruption (laughs) long corruption there you go there you go
0: uh yeah i won't i won't even get into my 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 utopia is around an app and i'm not even gonna (laughs) go there but yeah it's it's a fun idea uh sony on their cell phones is a nifty software that manages the intake of the charge very aware of their what their battery's gonna take yeah yeah um It'll be hacked and turned into a bomb. Oh
1: god! You can't say that. <laughs> I needed a, I needed a conspiracy to throw out there, right? Oh yeah, we didn't get yeah. one. We didn't really get out there. It was for Harcos. Yeah. Harcos, if you're out there, apologize. Yeah, I saw, you know, we we were
0: slacking. Harcos has probably made like five or six conspiracies uh, here. I'm gonna say <laughs> that uh, that's kind of a conspiracy uh, in terms of like, uh, I'll call it the technology as seen through the lens of 1990s, right? And, uh, and that's that's from... Uh, uh, I'm thinking about the movie called The Net with Sandra Bullock.
1: Oh, gosh. I actually watched that a <laughs> like few weeks like, ago. I like how you're
0: like, oh, gosh. Uh, well, no,
1: because I hadn't seen that. I watched it a few weeks ago. Um, <laughs> yeah.
0: So you know what I'm talking about. Apparently, Hacksaws <laughs> can, can uh, create a, a music-selling website that has the Philosopher's Stone of Encryption key to unlock everything. And then once... Once you are in the middle of, of 1990's level of interconnectivity, you can crash planes and do all this stuff, which I would say that even today, we're not even at the point <laughs> of having systems that actually control things enough to the point where you could realistically achieve anything by hacking them.
1: Yeah, it, would, it does depend on how integrated it is to a network versus to an isolated uh, system. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what there were the um, the nuclear power plants plants in in Israel, and yeah. I believe that was actually still something that ended up happening um, locally. Well, the old still. Stuxnet, yeah, uh, <laughs>
0: which was not that. Uh, that was actually we sent like some USB sticks. Um, you know, it's like that, like old, from a TV show, where it's like, oh, we just sprinkled some USB sticks yeah. outside the parking lot of a, a plutonium or uranium. Um, <laughs> centrifuge refining uh thing in iran and we we essentially use stuxnet to get in there uh run as like a hypervisor or something i forget what it is uh on their on their uh hardware and and embedded our own code to make it so that their centrifuges uh spun themselves into oblivion mm-hmm. so that was uh <laughs> yeah. you know, people people always talk about like um hey here's here's an interesting topic so let's let's make this the last one because we were at the hour but um you know, I saw something recently uh in the <laughs> Financial Times, right? Financial Times did this whole thing about this guy in the US who is saying that the US is so slow. So I will say this: we're great at business, but a bureaucracy where we're just as bad as anyone else in the world, so slow to adapt. And his his job was cybersecurity. Mm-hmm. So he's this is the guy pulling his hair out at the Pentagon and uh, with, um, you know, with the national security NSA and yep. the CIA and, and uh, all this international stuff. And he's, he's saying like, hey, guys, we're falling so far behind. Like, you know, China, you know, specifically pointing at China as being like China and their, their uh, progress on AI specifically, they are way more a threat to us than we are to them. And we are not going to catch up ever at this point. Just give it like ten more years, and we're going to be completely screwed uh, in terms of cybersecurity and what they can achieve to attack us. And it's, he's making this point that in the future, cyber attacks are going to become more and more important uh, when it comes to warfare, um, which I I agree with. <laughs> I totally agree with. We we definitely um, you know uh, we definitely are a very connected society. Uh, it is extremely frustrating right now. Uh, for the innocuous, um, for the innocuous downtime that we even have when AWS goes down, right? So AWS goes down, suddenly seventy percent of the internet's gone <laughs> in the U.S. because so everything goes through AWS. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a giant, it's a giant number. Whole portions of the is. of the country can't communicate with each other uh, because we're so dependent on these uh, on these systems, and we suck at it. We absolutely suck at it compared to ah, the other countries in the world who have put, put a lot more effort into their uh, their cyber warfare capabilities. I just want to be clear. This is not like, oh, we need to install firewalls and require passwords that aren't password, <laughs> right? I'm talking about actual, like, offense. We're talking about offense. So apparently the United States um, is out there oh, with – Oh, this one's better. – with uh, – rifles you know with rifles and handguns and the other countries are developing missiles and nuclear bombs in terms of cyber power <laughs> you know
1: have you seen this before
0: no no but i uh this is like real time i love this graphic uh was it real time uh ddso atta- attacks or ddos
1: attacks or whatever um, you can even move it around yeah it's just um uh because things happen so quickly or whatnot. It it's. Uh, Kaspersky, i can't remember how to pronounce it kaspersky yeah um they're uh uh, what malware antivirus software and so this is a real-time sort of look at uh some of the threats that they're blocking Mm. in general on people's computers and things like that um i don't know how accurate or whatnot or if it's somewhat of a simulation in a in a in a in a in a smaller sense but um I always just thought it was cool. There's a bunch of these types of real-time cyber threat type stuff. They're 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 mostly just automated and things like that. It's not like it's some dude typing as fast as he can on a keyboard or whatnot. But um, there's a bunch of I, this was my favorite one. Some of these other ones aren't that great. But yeah, it's a yeah. little bit of a derail from what even <laughs> I was gonna say. My favorite part of that movie in the net or whatever <laughs> was um, was the very end where they were or not to spoil it if if, if if you guys haven't seen it yet, uh, it's an older movie, but um, they have to connect to the mainframe and the mainframe is somehow m- like the mainframe computer is uh, is in a giant convention <laughs> or something at that time. They like run to this convention where all these people are showcasing all their new technology and they, they get to the mainframe and they log in and it, it didn't make any sense. Um, Oh gosh, this is a trailer. Uh, this is like <laughs> I literally this, watched this for the first time like a couple a weeks ago. It's
0: just so it's so hokey. Uh, for one, she gets the you know she gets the the um, uh, code, the super sensitive code in a floppy disk.
1: Those hey, those are those are the second edition floppy disk, right? The, oh, those are the hard floppy disks. Wow. Yeah, that's wow. a little
0: remember CRT Oh yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> now this is uh, this, this is fantastic right and uh yeah she finds this code that lets you break into anything and control anything anywhere anytime <laughs> right and uh yeah uh, i still i just love that uh i do remember that y2k was a huge thing in mm-hmm. the 90s where everyone thought everything would just like again uh, apocalypse everyone's like oh we're gonna we won't be able to drink water because everything will shut down and the truth is like again all these like very very um Oh, that was pretty
1: cool. Yeah, the even this thing even goes into <laughs> All the like
0: very critical infrastructure things. Are not <laughs> like are I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's a good thing that we're just not that advanced. <laughs> we can't control things remotely here.
1: So sometimes this map, this cyber threat real time map, will go into like topography and like explosions and things. I don't know. <laughs> Whoever animated this just had so much fun. <laughs> it reminds me of a little bit of a Star Fox. Video game there for a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, we we've gotten woo, real far off on the on this. Um, this stuff is fun for me. That's why I enjoy kind of talking about some of these things. But
0: yeah, these distances around the globe are measured in. I think it's Haversine. I forget what the name of the of the distance measurement across the globe is. Anyway, uh, that that was just on my mind uh, from some data science stuff. I was. Whoa, here we go. Yep, there you go. Whoa, who's attacking who here? Mexico, oh, take that tequila and tacos. It's <laughs> <That's> so silly. <laughs> <laughs> we Austrians Boom. don't like
1: spicy food. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. I, I um, I d- just to mention it real quick. Like, I just think it's it's so interesting who like in a big company because they're a big company who who sat down in the room and were like, we need more visuals of all this stuff in a really cool animation and please mm-hmm. when you do it make it so that you can get sucked into the attack yeah. and then have explosions happen while they're traveling it just it's so because that's a lot of work to do all that that's a lot of animations it's a lot of programming to do all this yeah um, um, for what benefit realistically other than to scare people or something like what is this yeah. You know, for the company, we don't have to talk about all that. But it's just for me in my mind. I'm thinking about <laughs> this. Like, yeah, no, I love this. Whoever did this had so much fun making this. Oh, yeah. for, <laughs> for for it's definitely one of these guys. Is like, hey, I'm
0: I'm uh, you know doing a remake of the old Missile Command game. And, <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mean, I'm not doing anything with it. You yeah. want to use it? Yeah, well,
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> so... And they're like, well, who who's it for? And they're like, oh, Casper, what what is it, Kaspersky?
0: Oh, Kaspersky. Uh, yeah. Kaspersky? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And they're like, you mean the. Malware software? They're like, yeah. They're like, why yeah. do they need that? <laughs> and it's like, it's we're like, gonna make real-time digital cyber threat animations. <laughs> it's like, all right. Okay then. I guess. <laughs> well, I <don't> <laughs> anyway, real, real off-topic with that one, but it's just this kind of stuff. Just I, I love the thought process behind it, and. um Somebody had a lot of fun with that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, Why is San Francisco attacking Brazil, or is it reverse? Uh, <laughs> your guess is as good as mine, Lenny, on that one. Uh, they probably both attacked each other, yeah. and it's not necessarily San... We'll just mention, I know you don't mean it, but it's not San Francisco as a whole attacking Brazil as a whole. Uh, they're, they're just uh, where the computers fire the request from. And so in some regards, too, it might just be someone who had a hack computer... Um, and was used as a, uh, what do they call those? Um, a bot net. And oh, so a yeah. lot of this is just bot, bots attacking bots. Um, unless bot you can on type bot really fast. Violence. Yeah, bot <laughs> on bot violence. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> well, and on that note. <laughs> 20, 2025. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the the Think about bot on bot violence Floating cars
1: floating cars floating
0: cars uh floppy disks and all that good stuff um, did you
1: imagine they put sd cards on floppy disks just for oh fun gosh. Oh, yeah.
0: somebody somebody in the uh uh somebody in the 90s plugs it in and they're like
1: hmm. oh.
0: i can't believe my eyes i have one tb what does that even mean <laughs>
1: We're having too much fun now. Yeah,
0: <laughs> too much fun. Fun meter has maxed out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Join us again though next week, uh, normal time, uh, 11 a.m. Pacific time, 2 p.m. on the East Coast for the Breakout Show every Wednesday and Friday. I think I think we have uh, Jake Pelly uh, also All coming right. on. Yep. Uh, you know, guest guest starring Jake Pelly. Guest star, uh, and so we'll get into as himself. Uh, as himself, yeah, exactly, exactly. We have, we have, we have our own conspiracies. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. With Jake Pelly uh, behind the scenes here, so it'll be fun to get into those uh, with right, him cool. when he joins us uh, next week. Everyone, have a good one.
1: Enjoy.